0: Hey, here's Natalia, founder of Upskill Me, and you're listening to another episode of my podcast where I talk about the importance of communication and the human-centric approach to business today. The topic of the podcast today is why every tech company needs to invest in communication skills. I talk about it a lot and I write a lot about startup pitches, fintech, blockchain, AI, deep tech companies who pitch and how every time I hear another pitch it breaks my heart but today I decided I will give more details and I'm, I'm going to tell you a few stories about why I do what I do and why I keep saying that every technological company today needs to invest in communication skills. So let's get started. I work with many tech startups, and what I do for them is I define and implement a storytelling strategy. I help them make a decision how their product, which is often a tech innovation, is going to communicate with the outside world, the world outside of what they know about their product, outside of their tech team, who are very competent in technology, AI, and many programming languages. Yes, I do marketing, but not... Uh, in a way of aggressively advertising the project to whoever's attention I can get. Many people call it marketing. I don't. I prefer the word communication. When I say I strategize how the brand is going to communicate with the world, I think how it's going to communicate with people. Because the world is people. Well, at least to me. Communication, of course, comprises marketing and sales. People develop a product for other people. Other people who need it will buy it. The job is to match those people. My sales background is more diverse and has longer history than what I know about marketing. I actually didn't know I was doing marketing until I built my own company from scratch, until I developed my own marketing strategy for a niche that didn't used to exist on the Russian market. It was quite challenging to explain something new, something you can't compare to anything people have experienced before. That's why I understand the challenge of so many talk startups. It's been four years now that I'm consistently explaining what I do and people still go like, wow, I didn't know that exists. All I'm doing is I tell stories that resonate with people who feel that they need it, but they can't actively say yes because they don't even know they clearly need it. How can you need something that you think doesn't exist? How can you want to have a car if you have never seen one? This analogy applied here as well, um, applies here as well. People feel that what I say relates to their experience and their intuitive understanding of how things could work, but they can't always articulate it themselves. And that's where I can help. I can clearly articulate what other people only feel. Same story with tech startups. I know so many great technical teams that can talk about their project for hours, but they can't necessarily pitch it. They can't express what it is about and why it exists in clear, well-structured sentences. So a little background about what my company does. I develop public speaking programs for non-native speakers, public speaking for business purposes only. I teach non-native speakers communication skills that they need every day at work, the skills that they're missing to get a promotion or an opportunity to join an international company. I train sales teams, executive teams, marketing teams, and technical teams. I created a new niche in the world of language schools. People knew only this, language schools, but teachers in language schools usually know nothing about business, and they can't help people who don't need a language certificate. These people need very concrete skills. The language schools I used to work at before told me my ideas were worthless and there are no people in the world who can possibly need that product. But I was that person myself and I needed that. And I was very confident there were more people like me. My company is not about teaching languages. Yes, I work with non-native speakers and they need to advance their language skills. But my company is about communication skills and speaking an additional language is simply a tool to communicate with other people who happen to use only this language let's say in our case only english and it's also a great advantage that allows us to understand other people on a deeper level so coming back to marketing i didn't know i was doing marketing i had no idea how to sell this this product to these people i had no idea how to find them i had no idea how to market my services and everybody was telling me that, you know, you're, you're doing, your job is worthless, you're wasting your time, you're never going to find those people. In Russia, <laughs> where maybe only 2% of people speak English and can take um, courses in the English language. But 2% was enough. So I... And i didn't know i was doing marketing because i had thought digital marketing was about facebook ads finding traffic collecting leads building funnels calculating click-through rates and i have learned that it is and it is not i created a concept that people could relate to it was so simple that they could tell other friend their friends they could ask their hr managers to hire my services because they could clearly see the value And now, technical teams see the value in my services as well. When I analyze how companies structure their marketing and sales processes, when I look at popular sales and marketing courses being offered to professionals today, what I see is that they're not about communication and they're not about people. Companies invest their efforts in traffic, leads, potential clients, Prospects, customers, consumers, shoppers, investors, whales, never people. This segmentation blindfolds many companies who stop speaking human language and don't recognize people not only outside of their company, but also inside their own team, where there are often such categories as bosses, employees, candidates, interns, misfits, supervisors, executives, advisors, lawyers, very rarely people. How do you attract the right traffic? And how do you find the right people? This question sounds completely different in companies that ask only the first question, consequently build a structure of manipulations to get traffic to click on their ads and pay attention to their banners. They create soulless mass email campaigns. They bombard people with irrelevant cold messages that say, look, I am desperate for new clients. I, and I don't really care about you or your life or what you might be looking for. So I'm just going to put that information in front of you. And I'm going to let you know that I need to sell this product. This is the tone of most cold emails and cold messages on LinkedIn, unfortunately. I'm going to pretend i'm being nice and i'm going to flavor my messages with hi how are you and other elements of polite language that's what people think but it doesn't really work brands especially new brands that preach innovation shoot their cold messages at those who fit their criteria of the target audience meaning they identify who is supposed to like and need their product before people actually get to experience it they hit their supposedly target audience instead of letting their target audience identify itself. I've been surprised again and again in my own business that my VIP clients, people who paid the most for my services because they saw equivalent value for themselves, they never reacted to Facebook ads. You know, and In the beginning, I, was, I, was, I tried to do the of Facebook ads because I thought that's the right thing to do and everybody does it, it's just something you do. I don't do it now but those people never reacted to Facebook ads even though they were following what I do on Facebook they never put a single like or left a single comment we're not friends or anything that is they would never see my Facebook ads anyway right because Facebook would not see we're connected in any way but when the opportunity was right for them they would show up and say I need what you have can I buy it now All I did was I gave them freedom and time to make their own decision. I never tried to make a decision for them. If people like and actively comment, that doesn't always mean they're ready to invest in your product. And if you offer a service, they might be more comfortable watching how you do it from the distance, rather than let you do it to them and in their world. Likes and comments are often just noise, and I don't pay attention to noise. Only to people's genuine intentions. When I tell stories, I know that 10 to 20 times more people than the people who like or comment are actually listening to my story right now. And when they're ready, they will come. I'm telling my story for them. My target audience turned out to be completely different from what I imagined it would be. And because I understand these people, my conversion rates are 80%. Once you start speaking human language and not the marketing language, you make it easy for them to start a conversation with you. And this is what people want. They want a conversation. An easy conversation where there is no pressure to buy. A conversation because it's interesting to talk. I sense the intention to to, to sell me something or to use me from a mile away. Other people did a good job at training me and I'm forever grateful. More often than not, people have no idea why they came and what they want. And that's nonsense to demand clarity from your clients. They came, and it's your job to figure out why and what exactly they buy. They probably don't buy what you offer. I use these conversations to fine-tune my marketing message based on people's feedback, to crystallize my sales page so that I can attract more people who might need the same. And I had no idea they needed that. Uh, What I mean is that a lot of companies don't see the difference between what they sell and what people buy. VIP clients are interested in completely different things than seasonal shoppers who only buy at discounted rates. Uh, The former value relationships, the latter are looking for a certain number that fits their budget. None of them are good or bad, but being able to see who is who costs young companies a lot. When they rely on marketing tools only and not a human communication strategies, they usually lose money too. When I enter a company, I see this right away. I see which narrative is being pushed forward and if that's a story that relates to anyone, I see which story people can respond to and what kind of people, I see this too. I also see if a company or a startup actually thinks in this dimension, even the dimension of people. What people qualities do they value on their their team? Most teams focus only on professional qualities, not human skills really. One can be a great professional, but can lack basic skills how to be human and, and how to interact with other human beings. The reason why I say that technical teams need to focus on communication strategies is that they already know a lot about technology and they talk about it, but Other people seem to find it hard to understand. I see a lot of brilliant, talented people being unable to tell their story. What is the product? Who is it for? Why did you make it? I hear a lot of sophisticated technical words. I hear buzzwords such as, we're the world's best, this will improve your life, this is a true innovation, this solves a problem, etc., etc., etc. But I don't hear a story that people tell. People and not professionals, people and not sales teams, people and not paid ambassadors, people and not the founders who think it's not their job and they'd rather hire someone who's good at public speaking. No, you made it and I want to buy it from the guy who made it. If you want me to invest in your idea, I'm not going to invest in your idea or your product. I'm going to invest in your idea, your product and in you. Show me who you are, what you stand for. How long will your energy last and do you even have the energy? I want to see that it's infinite, not long term, infinite, endless. If you can't tell me what your product or your company is about without trying to manipulate me on the first date, without forcing me to make a decision in your favor today, without recognizing that I'm not a prospect, I'm a person. If you can't do that, why do you think I will be eager to listen, to buy, or to invest? The word communication, when used as part of the job title, such as communication manager, usually refers to PR, marketing strategies, corporate policies. But I don't know why the core meaning of communication consistently goes unnoticed. Communication happens between people every day every single day. This is how we interact with other people, with our families, with our team members, colleagues, friends, loved ones, children. And human communication is way more complex than the, than the most complicated marketing algorithm. We can feel, we can change our mind, we can sense when something goes wrong, we take irrational decisions Knowing people who need your service, who can relate to your story, is more beneficial than trying to convince random people to buy your story. A story that you made up with a single intention to increase your sales. It's more beneficial to know your people than to make random people buy to buy your story. Technical teams develop software and applications that make our life easier. We owe them What breaks my heart is that not all the innovations get noticed and not all the teams make it past the early stage. I see a number of startups with fascinating ideas designed to make our lives easier, but they're not being heard because they don't really know how to communicate rather than hire a copywriter who will communicate their idea for them. For example, in the form of captions for Facebook ad creatives. They don't know what kind of people they want on their team and what qualities they should be looking for when they hire someone who cannot code. They know very well how to find the ones who can code and how to evaluate their skills. But how do you measure soft skills? In my world they are measurable, just in different categories than hard skills. And not knowing how to measure them, how to read subthreshold information, that means the ultra weak signals that human beings all send to each other how to see things clearly that is ignorance and and then and when companies treat their potential clients with the same ignorance this is where we have a problem they have no idea what kind of people they are looking for but they know how big their bank account should be marketing is not is, is a hunt for wallets It's not a quest to find the right people any longer. Why is finding the right people so important? Because they stay with you long-term. And they become the true ambassadors of your brand. When you are done with one portion of traffic, you need new traffic and the exhausting game starts again. People are different. And they're complex and beautiful. Learning to understand people pays off big time. What you get is clarity what you get when you understand people is clarity you know who are your people how to tell your story what's your story today how to market it and how to sell it technical teams need to invest in learning to communicate because we already start hearing them at technical meetups more often there is a need for them to speak up We hear startup pitches at big events and conferences. The world needs to hear those innovations they're working on. And these ideas need support because some of them are truly revolutionary. Most of the startup founders are non-native speakers and that's another reason why I do what I do. I know how frustrating it is to present in a second language and how messy your speech may get when you are not confident in your level of English. These teams can truly stand out today if they invest in soft skills, which I believe Seth Godin said are no longer optional, they are fundamental. And the world is changing too fast. People react differently today. Our world is changing on the physical level too. The radius of proton is mysteriously shrinking. By now the difference is 4%, which affects tons of other processes. We all, as people, also consist of protons. Children that are born today, they're completely different. People think differently. They relate to information differently. They choose differently. They become less prone to following your marketing lead. It's getting harder to diagnose and forecast people's motivation and suggest what affects certain behavior. Sticking to what no longer works is moving in the wrong direction. But when you try to understand people, when you try to understand people rather than manipulate them, they respond with a genuine conversation. And, and this is the true meaning of marketing. Being able to start and continuously enjoy a conversation with the right people. Public speaking, brevity, being able to articulate your ideas and values, storytelling, interpersonal communication skills, empathy, cooperation. These are the skills of the future that need to go hand in hand with the technological breakthrough discoveries. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episodes.